0: Greetings, greetings, and salutations. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 64 of the Q&A podcast. Good day to you all. My name is Anthony. Sitting right next to me, as always, is my pal DeQuincy. Is that going to be your new
1: thing, just making up crazy and um, inane openings now?
0: Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Who knows? Uh, just you have to tune into episode 65 of the Q&A podcast to find out. Um, again, thanks for tuning in. We're continuing on with our 2015 MLB preview. Uh We're looking at today the American League Central. Yes, yes, yes. So many interesting things went on in the Central. And by the way, I wanted to, I I felt like I could have projected my voice even burlier than than I did, so maybe next time, but. Okay, back to the, back to a regular scheduled program. You good, boss? I'm good. You all right, (laughs)
1: positive? Let's do it. Step in. Okay. We're going to start with the Chicago White Sox. Last year, they went 73 and 89.
0: Boo. I'll always boo the White Sox. Why? They beat the Strokes in the 5 boat series. Until we win a series, I'll forever boo the White Sox. Hold on one second. Who hurt you? Who hurt <laughs> you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you?
1: You have been hurt this much, is <laughs> <you? laughs> American team. (laughs) Yeah, please do. (laughs) All right. Starting with the additions. Uh, They signed First baseman Admiral Roach, to a two-year, $25 million deal. Signed closer, David Robertson, four years, $46 million. Um, That one I have an issue with. Just because you really shouldn't be paying relievers that much money or giving them that many years. Yeah. Except if it's elite guys.
0: Right. And I think... um Papelbon set the precedent, and teams still haven't learned. <laughs> they have not learned
1: because that Papelbon contract is a noose around Philadelphia's neck right now. Yeah, they're doing every well that and the Ryan Howard deal, but that's another problem in itself. Right, but, the,
0: but you know the the signing of LaRoche. I mean, LaRoche and Brady. I mean, is this is this the new generation? Uh, Canerco and and Adam Dunn. I mean, two first basemen that are both capable of playing first base and. You know, one will clearly be a DH, and the other, you know, getting the starting the starting nod. It's interesting to see how the White Sox—they just seem to have those kind of guys. I mean, it really started with Frank Thomas and then Paul Carneco, and it's kind of gone over since. They kind of seem to do that. it Seems like
1: they like big, burly first baseman that can have they have a little pop in that back. In pairs, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grabbing while you can. Right. Um, I really think that they're going to have uh, LaRoche playing. LaRoche playing. First and uh, sorry, I completely zoned out on the other guy's name. Abreu, Jose Abreu. Abreu at DH, just because of Abreu um, defensively last year was one of the worst defensive first baseman. Gotcha. and in his career, Alan LaRoche has been one of the best um, with the glove at first. So I, I can see that playing out.
0: Imagine how good Abreu could be this year if all he has to worry about is offense. Well, he was pretty damn
1: good last year. Consider, yeah, he
0: was he played you know first and you know still won, still was an MVP candidate. You know, much less a you know American League
1: Rookie of the Year. Uh-huh. Very much so. Uh, going on with the additions, they also added Jeff Samarja with a trade with Oakland. Signed Melky Cabrera to a three-year, forty-two
0: million dollar deal. Trust me, kids. It pays to do steroids because you'll always, you'll forever get paid. Yes, I, I hate to say this, but I agree. It's like
1: he got popped for for um, doing steroids during his year with the Giants, correct?
0: And he got what a two year what like
1: around twenty million dollar deal with the uh, Blue Jays. Yeah. yeah, and now he just pocketed another forty two million dollars. I mean, <laughs> owners can't sit here and say that they care about steroids and they want to get steroids out of the game where they're paying guys. An extraordinary fee like this. It's yeah. ridiculous. Um, going through a couple uh, one year deals, guys got signed uh, arbitration. Let's see. Hector Noases, he's starting pitcher. Uh, Ketra Tyler, Flowers, Giovanni Soto, Gordon Beckham, Connor Gillespie. Let's see. Matt Davidson, third baseman, all one year deals for arbitration. And last week they signed outfielder Adam Eaton to a five year, $23.5 million deal.
0: Seems like quite a bit considering he really hasn't proven a whole lot yet. I mean, he was supposed to, but he got hurt his first year up. Yeah. With the
1: Diamondbacks. He was with the Diamondbacks and got traded because apparently he wasn't gritty enough for them. Yeah. I already ranted about the Diamondbacks and their issues. Uh, Last year, he played 123 games with a 300 batting average on base percentage of 362. Wow, that's impressive. Just one home run and 15 stolen bases. Hmm. I thought he stole more than that.
0: Yeah, because when he was, you know, advertised as more of a, yeah, a yeah. base kind of guy. Yeah.
1: Well, we did go base. Well, it's kind of true. true, but more of a stolen base threat. Yeah. Uh, I swear, he got like 20 stolen bases last year. Um, I Apparently, mean, I was well, I
0: was off by a little bit. Um, Let me ask you this. Um, <laughs> I think the White Sox. Uh, did incredibly well in that Samaritan trade considering what they gave up to get him. When they gave up Marcus Simeon
1: Marcus Simeon
0: Chris Bassett
1: and Josh Fagley the last two both pitchers.
0: And considering I barely know who Simeon is and don't know the other guys (laughs) uh, that's a pretty nice pickup that's a pretty nice move for for Chicago. You gotta I think you gotta give you know Tip your hat to them on that one.
1: Oh, I definitely do. They have a guy to pair with uh, Chris Sale uh, whenever he comes back from his injury. Apparently he's only supposed to miss, like, one start, like the opening day start, and then we back.
0: Hopefully. You know, he, he's, a, he's a good young pitcher. He's one of the best young pitchers mm-hmm. in baseball. Um, you know, he's a guy He's that's just
1: surpassed my expectations because all I've heard from scouts for the past two years is his release point and his um, herky-jerky movement was absolutely uh, a Tommy Don's surgery waiting to happen. And,
0: and me and you, we used to talk about that mm-hmm. early on when we first started doing fantasy baseball and he came on the scene. We would have that discussion. I definitely remember you telling me your concerns for his, you know, because of, yeah, the, the motions, his body type, um, and just the velocity that he throws, you know. And so far, so good. You know, he's been banged up a little bit, but um, he's avoided the major, the major injuries.
1: Yeah. What was, I'm gonna say, he has meth, he has unorthodox, an orthodox an orthodox delivery style, that he stays healthy. Mark Pryor had one of the cleanest delivery styles of all time, and look <laughs> at what happened to him. Yeah. So it really depends on the person, and when your shoulder gives up, it gives up. Mm-hmm. Um, subtraction for the team. Uh, they declined a four million dollar option on pitcher Felipe Paulino, former Astro great.
0: You know, i that's a guy I always wanted to succeed with the Astros because he, the guy could reach like 97 on the gun, mm-hmm. had an electric, electric fastball, and could strike guys out left and right. Um, but he got hurt, he then got inconsistent, and it just didn't pan out. Um, but it's good to see he's still in the league at least. Yeah,
1: still rolling around out there. Yeah, probably what team he's on. Uh, We just talked about the guys that they traded to Oakland for Mm -hmm. Jeff Samarja. Uh, uh, Relief pitcher Mitchell Boggs signed with Boston. Diane Vicieto, outfielder, signed with Toronto. We talked about him. Mm -hmm. I believe he was a close last year. Matt Lindstrom, former Astro, uh, signed with the LA Angels. And they also lost Ronnie Basar... Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, the Tampa Bay.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So... I'm looking at this, and so they pretty didn't lose anything, and they definitely upgraded. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any burning questions you have for this team?
0: Um, do, okay. Well, um, Paulino
1: just released by the by the Red Sox, so he's a free agent right now. Oh, wow. How old do you think Paulino is? Isn't
0: he, like, 28? 31.
1: 31,
0: wow. Here's my burning question. Shoot. And it's important to me, especially, because I've got a brave on my fantasy team. Okay. Do you predict, you know, because there's there's a good chance there will be one, but how, how much of a regression do you think he's a candidate to take? Um, because if he takes a major regression, that team is done. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He's their offense. You know, he's the offensive centerpiece. I
1: expect a slight regression. In fact, we'll talk about this later. But he's my regression candidate, just because I suspect that pitchers around the league. Now that they have tape on him for an entire year, they'll know where to attack him, where the holes in his swing are, and um, he's not going to find it as easy as his first year around. So. Okay. I expect a little bit of a sophomore slump. He's still going to be good, but I don't think he's going to be as great as he was last year. Gotcha. That's really the only question I have. That's the only one that I care about.
0: This... I need him to, to be a masher. <laughs> okay.
1: It's all about you, isn't
0: it? It's all isn't about it always?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't answer that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bounce back candidate. Who do you got?
0: Um. Bounce back candidates. Well, it's a tough one for this team.
1: Agreed. I'm looking at this team right now. And uh, there's no one that like really stands out for me. I'm trying to think of an older guy that had a bad year last year. There's not really anybody here. That's the hitting
0: side. Oops. Go to the pitching side, right here, dude. Dude. Maybe some Archer, just because he um he didn't really he didn't completely deliver for the for the uh, A's. I mean, you could say they kind of regressed when he came on, and then it's not just him, but I mean, you know, Jason Hamill definitely you know had a terrible. Stint with the A's. Uh, last year he went seven and thirteen.
1: That's because he was stuck with the Cubs for mm-hmm. the portion of the season last year. Two ninety nine ERA. Mm. Yeah, but I think I think the record's going to bounce back for sure. He's not going to be a below five hundred pitcher,
0: right? The the record, and then um, he he was fairly dominant. When he was with the Cubs. You know, again, the record didn't reflect that, but he was still striking a lot of guys out. He was still going deep in the game. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't getting the run support. Yeah, that's um, and That really wasn't the case. I mean, you know, you go over to the American League and uh, during the middle of the season, and, yeah, you know, there's going to be, there is going to be regression. There is going to be um, more hitters to face, you know, with the DH and all that all that stuff. So, yeah, I think, I think he's due for, for a bounce back here.
1: Okay. I agree with you. I definitely He's going to be in the bullfight. He's going to win 15 games at, at least. Cool. That's I Uh regression candidate. I already named mine. Who are you go with?
0: Um Right now I'm going to say Chris Sale. I mean, he's already hurt. <laughs> how dare you. <laughs> he is
1: the He's my ace on my fantasy
0: team. Okay. You boner. <laughs> I didn't think that went through. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, right now it, it looks like him. I, it, you know, I hope not because I, I, you know, I think he's, again, one of these young pitchers that baseball needs, you know, to, to make it interesting for the league. Uh, he's electric and he's dominant. And, you know, we need more pitchers like that in the league. Okay.
1: Uh, breakout candidate
0: out candidate. I don't, I don't know.
1: I mean, <laughs> you know nothing of the White Sox are their way. Pretty much. I mean, the only candidate would be what? Carlos Rodon? Ooh, you want to talk about him real quick? Sure. I mean, he got an electric spring training start. Uh, I can't remember what team it was against. Do you remember? It wasn't the Astros. It was not the Astros. <laughs> I don't remember that. Twins? Uh, Let's go with the Twins. Yeah, I think so. I struck out like. Six guys in four innings, and that uh, he's he has one of the best um, sliders for a young guy right now. Um, when do you see him coming up?
0: Because he got sent down, right? Yes. Today. He got sent down uh, today or yesterday? Um, I could see him getting a call in July. No, no, no. June. Mm. I think June. Give him some time to keep, to keep seasoning. Yeah, because. He should be ready.
1: He's got the fastball, and he's got that plus-plus slider. That's all he has. He doesn't have a changeup or any other kind of uh, secondary pitch. So uh, I know I saw a report from the GM of the White Sox saying they don't want him to come up and be a one-trick pony, get lit up, and then sent back down. Yeah. Once he comes up, they want him to be up for good. Uh, so that's your breakout candidate? Yes. The one guy you can name off this team? <laughs> I am guy. going with... Because I will not agree with you. Uh, Adam Eden Mari kind of broke out. When you get $23 million, she broke out. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of young guys on this team that I'm really looking forward to. Micah Johnson, their second bas- baseman, who I think will win the job. Tyler Flowers.
0: Catcher, just got a little bit of pop.
1: Yeah, last year, 15 home runs with a two forty one batting average. But I think I'm going to go with uh, their, their third baseman, Mac Davidson. Really?
0: Yeah. He's been on, uh, on the cusp for a long time of breaking out and you know getting to the show. Um, he does strike out a lot, though. Hmm. Yeah,
1: they opted in a AAA uh, last week. But I really think that he'll come up um, like Rendon. Rodon's in the middle of the season mm-hmm. and just stay up because the only person you have to be is Connor Gillespie. Connor Gillespie really hasn't been that dynamic of a player, so shouldn't be that difficult. Uh,
0: who's your towel toss player? Abreu. Abreu. Over Sale. He's centerpiece of the offense. He plays every day. I think I'm going with Chris Sale.
1: Might be more of a fantasy type pick, but I really think that he is the anchor of that team, and if he goes down, I no, I mean that. I
0: think if you talk to, you talk to anybody that follows baseball, um, I think they're they're both one A and one B essentially with that question. Um, I guess for us it's just a matter of who's who's got who on the fantasy team. Yes, again, <laughs> how <laughs> dare you? Uh, over
1: under for this team 81 and a half wins
0: I'm going to say just over I like Samarja being paired with Sale as long as Sale doesn't regress mm-hmm. uh, the offense is a lot better than it was last year uh, you know you've got another year of Abreu who's now going to focus purely on hitting you've got a good hitter in LaRoche that you signed uh, you've got Eaton, who should hopefully be a full, you know, have a full year of mm-hmm. uh, got that cheater and and uh, Cabrera, who you know can hit for average. So yeah, it's a much better offense than than it, than it was last year for sure.
1: Uh, I'm going over as well. You talk about they upgraded the offense with uh, Cabrera and uh, LaRose. LaRose is going to upgrade their defense, mm-hmm. and then they. Fixed their pitching staff with Jeff Samara just starting and David Robinson being the closer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think they, they just rebuilt the bullpen. They have a, a second guy to go with Chris Sale. Um, I'm definitely going over.
0: And, so, and while, you know, we, we kind of shook our heads at the Robertson contract. I mean, the only reason why is because relief pitching is so the most chaotic. Gonna, the most you're going to get out of that contract is probably two really good years. Mm-hmm. After that, it's, it's a crap shoot. See Popov bon, Jonathan, yeah. for example.
1: All right, bold prediction for this team.
0: No, uh, he's popped for surly again. Not
1: a bold prediction. He's already been popped before. Try again.
0: Um, Chris Sale wins the side up. As long as he doesn't regress. Uh. So. Oh no, because he's my. Regression candidates.
1: Yes, Charles. Yeah. Well, third times the charm. Try one more time. Should uh, I go first? while you still thinking? Sure. I have one. I predict that the I would say Cleveland Indians that the Chicago White Sox will be leading their division going into
0: September. Okay. Okay. David Robertson leads the league in saves. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Let's go to the Cleveland Indians. Last year, they finished 85-77. and Uh, Pretty good team. Pretty good team. Let's see. They added Brandon Moss with a trade with the Oakland Athletics. A couple of one-year arbitration cases. Gavin Floyd, Lonnie Chisholm, uh, Carlos Carrasco, Josh Tomlin, Trevor Bauer, Zach McAllister, Danny Salazar. TJ House, Corey Cooper, Mark Rypczynski—not even close, but I tried. Mouth, uh, Mark <laughs> Alphabet—that's where you go. So they really didn't do much except add Brandon Moss
0: in the off-season. A nice addition to the back, you know, to the lineup. Um, I think this offense is a lot better than people give it credit for. And considering Jason Kipnis had a really weird down year last year. Mm-hmm. And you had guys like Brantley picking up the slack. Um, and who else was a surprise? Hall was a surprise for a good while during the season. Yes, he still ended up
1: uh, uh, playing pretty well. Two eighty batting average, thirteen home runs, 59 RBIs, yeah, on base percent of three forty three. It was a while he was
0: hitting over .400. And, uh, yes, was the best hitter in baseball, and I used that to make a good trade. How'd that work out for you, champ? Uh, good during the regular season. Not so much in the playoffs. Who did you trade for? Do you remember? I don't. Because no.
1: I think you traded with Dan when I, I did. did. Yeah. I vetoed that every anyway. week. <laughs> um, go to the subtractions. Again, Ray didn't lose anything. They lost Joe a window when they traded him to Oakland for Brandon Moss, and Jason Giambi retired. That's okay. about it.
0: Yeah, I think um, with the Tigers, who we'll talk about in a minute, mm-hmm. with them getting older. Mm-hmm. Like all of us. In. Yeah. And Corey Kluber, the legitimate ace now. I mean, it's safe to say. Yeah, you went inside, you're on the board, you're a legitimate ace. Uh, yeah. And the addition of Moss, you're going to get Lindor during the season as a defensive specialist. It's a good team. It's it, this is you know, this is uh, their year to win win the, the division. Did they win the division last year? No, no, no. Okay, so no, this is Detroit. So then, Detroit won that. That's right. So then this is this Cleveland. Is,
1: didn't even make the playoffs. They were one or two games behind. That's right. No, they were four games behind the Royals last year.
0: This is their year to win the division.
1: I think. Okay. Uh, any burning questions from you, sir?
0: Um, do they go out and look for a number two
1: starter? Let's see. Right now, the rotation is Corey Kluber, Trevor Bauer, Carlos Carrasco, TJ House, and Zach McAllister. I think they need to. I don't think they're going to go for a number two just because they have that small market mindset. But I can see them trying to upgrade the four and five spots in a rotation. Okay. Especially since Danny Salazar is home run de- um, heavy right now. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a guy he has a great strikeout percentage, but he just, he either strikes him out or he gives up the long ball, and mm-hmm. that's why he got sent down back down to AAA last week.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, this offense is you know it's it's sound because there's no really dangerous hitter on the team. Brantley's probably your best hitter. Kipnis might be your most dangerous hitter just because he's got power and he's you know, at the second base position. Hmm. I think let's see, last year
1: Chisholm Hall versus Brantley. On the slugging percentage, I think Michael Brantley showed more power than Lion Chisholm Hall. slugging percentage for Brantley 506, Chisholm Hall 427. And that counts everything between home runs, doubles, triples, singles, all everything. And you got another
0: year of Santana.
1: Another guy who was in that um, Matt Wieters, um, Bryce Harper category of guys who I've heard for the past two or three years they're going to break out, they're going to break out, and it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And that Bradley breakout last year came from nowhere take that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on. Who is your bounce back
0: candidate? Bounce back. Um, I think I'm going to go with with Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. Look at this
1: stats. Last year, 5-8 and eight with a 4.18 ERA. Ugly. Man, I don't know. I'm thinking of Trevor Bauer. He's more of a guy who could break out than bounce back because he's never been. I, you know, he's I never been good
0: to bounce back to. Right. No, I agree, but he's been he's been up and down on the big league on a big league roster enough to where I think um, he's had his chances to shine and he hasn't. He
1: hasn't yet. Um, Agreed. Um, He's another one of those guys that Arizona didn't find gritty enough. Bro, how much do I hate the Arizona Diamondbacks in front office? I hate them with a passion of a thousand burning suns. Uh, My bounce back candidate is a guy who really needs to get over his hamstring injuries. I'm picking the former Astro Michael Bourne. Uh. Last year only hit 257 with 10 stolen bases. Yeah, that was awful. Um, he was hurt a lot. I forgot he was some. on the team. <laughs> yeah, he'll still be playing out there, playing um certain field. I think he'll stay healthy. And I think uh, if I had to guess on a stolen bases, I would. He's in his 30s right now, so I'm not going to say like like he did with the Astros. Man, he stole Astros. He stole 41, 61, and 52 bases. Yeah. Because, wow, I didn't know he stole that much. Uh, I'm going to 25 stolen bases for him this year. Triple take that. <laughs> mm-hmm. As long as he stays healthy, it'll be great for me. Um, moving on, who is your regression
0: candidate? I hate to say it, Corey Kluber. I mean, he's the most, he's probably the most uh, prime candidate for it. I mean, that was an incredible season he had, I and mean, he was striking out double digits almost every game. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I don't see how you can keep that going. Corey I think he's going to have a great season. I just, you know, it's not going to be... Um, I don't think... His you know, rate last year was
1: 2.44. I think it's going to be in the threes this year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think his, he's still going to be a top 10 starter, but um, I don't expect him to contend for the Cy Young again. Yeah. My candidate is Michael Bradley. Uh,
0: There's it was, it was a coin flip between those two. I mean, they both mm-hmm. had the... Breakout I mean, years. Yeah. Um Oh you know what? Yeah. Um can I change my uh my bounce back? Yeah, go ahead. Kipness. I completely forgot. He had a down year with power two forty bad and average, only six home runs. Yeah. The year before he But he did. still had twenty two stolen bases. Oh. But he was still a twenty twenty guy the year before. Mhm. Um, so I was thinking about when I kept Forgot to, to include him, but I'll change my, my answers. Sure, man. Just mess up the entire system.
1: <laughs> uh so I picked go back to me, I picked Michael Brantley for my regression candidate just because he was outstanding last year, an MVP candidate. Yeah. Uh, how was he? Two twenty seven batting average, twenty home runs, and twenty three stolen bases. So he was a twenty twenty guy last year. Mm-hmm. It's just a this is amazing with this guy. Like, he doesn't strike out. His K percentage last year was eight point three. Holy cow! The average is like twenty percent. So he's way, but he's like that's Altuve level yeah. back control. Um, so man, that's ridiculous. I didn't realize he was that good with the bat. I just think that um, the the bad will come down, and as that comes down, the home runs and stolen base total will come down as well. I still think he'll be good, but not. I think this is his peak. Uh, breakout candidate.
0: Uh, breakout candidate Lonnie Chisholm. I think he, he's gotten better, you know, every year he's been up and he finally got a lot of, you know, you know, he finally got, you know, full reins at third base. Mm-hmm. Uh so I think this is, or no, he actually split time between first and third. Uh, I'll have to check that, but that sounds well, right. By the way, he got regular playing time for the first time and made the most of it while he, while he could.
1: I'm going with Carlos Carrasco. Okay. 134 innings last year, had an ERA of 2.55. I mean... He wasn't Corey Kluver good, but he was good. He I, was Carlos Carrasco. Yeah, I think he'll take the next step, and he might be the ace next year. Or going into this year, rather. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, towel toss player.
0: Kipnis. Middle of the diamond. Power that didn't show up last year. And... Uh,
1: My only thought about that is, like, he was bad last year, and they still... Did pretty well. Was
0: he? I thought he was a twenty twenty guy. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying.
1: So kidneys, kidneys. That's yeah, got six home runs, so, twenty two steals, two forty batting average.
0: Right. So they were good. But imagine if he had the season that he had the year before. You know, coupled with this improved Cleveland team, they probably would have made the playoffs. I think he his his drop in, in, in production. Uh, was a big reason why the Indians just missed missed the hump. They had good pitching, they had uh, another breakout, you know, hitter in Brantley, and he was a guy that they relied on the year before and were expecting to come in to this to 2014 to have a great season. And he didn't. And they fell. They still fell. So I think he's right now he's that guy. Until until Kluber and Brantley uh Produce multiple uh, multiple seasons like they did last year. Then I, I think right now it's Uh I'm going to go with the
1: unheralded guy, Jan Gomes. Okay. Last year, 278, 21 home runs, um, and one of the, I would say, top five defensive catchers in the league right now. If he goes down, if they lose him, it hurts their young pitching staff. And then they're stuck putting Carlos Santana back behind the dish, and nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm going on goes. Uh, let's see. The over/under for the Cleveland Indians is 84 and a half wins. Uh, I'll go over, just barely. And why is that?
0: Um, because they were a pretty good team last year, and. Even if Kluber isn't, even if Kluber regresses, but Carrasco, as you're predicting, uh, takes the next step, then that's a pretty good one-two combination at the top of the rotation. Bauer is still young enough where he could actually break out. Um, He could break out instead of bounce back. (laughs) 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 Clarify everything. Uh, So that that could be the makings of a you know could. Good top three rotation.
1: Um, I agree. I'm picking them to go over as well. I feel like, you know, we already talked about that both Michael Brantley and Kuhler, um, they'll regress, but the rest of the team will um, basically be there to pick up the slack.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I really, man, they might blow this prediction out of the water. I think they're a really talented team. And I really think this, this will be the year that everything comes together for them. Uh, bold prediction.
0: Um, uh, bold prediction. Uh, man. Lonnie Chisholm offense, 30 home runs.
1: Bold prediction for me next year: both Michael Brantley and Jason Kibnis are 2020 guys. Nice. All our bowl prediction have been like the most positive things, except that we hate that team. You know who knows that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of a team that may not get a, predi- a good bowl prediction, we're moving on to the Detroit Tigers. Last year, they won the AL Central with a record of 90 and 72. Mm-hmm. Ready to go through the additions? Just stop me when you hear something you like. All right. Uh, Yo Soria, a $7 million option exercise for 2015. Victor Martinez signed a four-year, $68 million extension. uh, Traded with Toronto to get outfielder Anthony Goss. Goss, Uh, Alex Lavia, $5.4 million option exercise 2015. Uh, Let's see. Shane Green, they received in the three-team trade with New York and Arizona. Going to trade it for Yonis Cespedes. Boston. Trade with Cincinnati for a pitcher, Alfredo Simon. Or the Simon? Simon. Uh, every time. Oh, it's Alfredo Simon. Al- Simon. Simon? I say Simon. You say, you say Simon, I say Simone. Let's go Simon. Um And then a couple of arbitration cases one year deals for JD Martinez, David Price, Java Chamberlain, Al Albuquerque, Bruce Rendon. And Nick Castellanos.
0: Uh, nothing, nothing to you know, get too excited about. I mean, they, they kept a lot of guys intact, you know, their core guys intact. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's good, that's good for them. But you know, they'll contend for the division. They might not. I, I don't think. I don't know. They no. They they'll contend for the division type, but. Uh,
1: um, a couple of moves I want to talk about. Victor Martinez, is four years, $68 million. He's what, in his 30s? He 36? is in his 30s. I believe he is. Man, I want to say either 36 or 37. 36.
0: Well, he's a DH. And, you know, he's, he's still got power. He still hits for average. Um, and he's still going to get good pitches if he's in the same line. as pick up for Here's my thing, you're paying him for four years, correct? Yeah. You think Miguel
1: Cabrera is gonna be a DH in three years? Cause that guy's he's slowly turning to a statue on first base.
0: <laughs> well, I mean ultimately they'll just have to, to get rid of Martinez one way or the other. Yeah, either
1: release him or try to trade him, but yeah. by that point he won't be hitting three hundred yeah. or smacking thirty home runs. It just seems like the money I'm fine with, because he is still an excellent player, but again, it's just giving too many years to guys who, now that we're not in the PED era anymore, era anymore guys aren't going to be playing to late 30s, early 40s and playing great. Yeah, There will be no more Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens type deals. So paying him this much money when down the line you know that Cabrera will eventually have to shift over to that DH role just seems... I mean, sorry, paying given them this many years, right? It just seems ridiculous. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? Oh, the Sean Green trade. So they traded away Robbie Ray to Arizona to get back Sean Green, and Robbie Ray was the big deal prospect that they got for Doug Fister. Right. They're basically admitting that that Doug Fister trade was a disaster. <laughs> It's looked like that so far. I mean, not only did they get rid of a guy who was probably their, their number three option and a damn good one at that, yeah. they couldn't. Even, the money they saved by trading away Fister, they couldn't even use to sign Max Scherzer, who is, let's, get, let's just go into losses, their
0: biggest loss. He was their ace last year, and he's gone. Without a doubt. I mean, Verlander is a shell of himself at this point. Price? Was he hurt last year or just ineffective? Just ineffective. Price, man, I'm going to check that out.
1: Keep going while I look up for I don't for
0: know about Price. He's just, he's always been, he's always had, he's had, he has all the potential in the world. Uh, but just, there's something about him that just, he had one really good season with, with Tampa. Had some good seasons with Tampa. Uh, but just, I don't know. You say he had one really good season with Tampa? One really good season and then a bunch of good seasons with Tampa. Oh, I lost a big price. A big price. That may be underrated. At this
1: point, it seems like he's overrated. Mm-hmm. Let's see. 2010, 19, and 6. 2011, 12, and 13. 2012, 20, and 5. Mm-hmm. And let's see. all those years yeah those two years his ERA was below 280 got lit up a little 2011 ERA 349 that's getting lit up ERA 349 so I would say he's he's been a, a great pitcher for the past what, three or four years he just hadn't been getting run support Yeah, and... But you know, I just like to argue with you. I think he's getting the ratings.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I just don't know what to think about David Price. He's kind of enigmatic.
1: Uh, I agree with you there. You probably never know what he's thinking. What do you know what David's thinking? Give me me a percentage. What chance is there that David Price will be on the uh, Detroit Tigers in 2016? 'Cause this is his walkier.
0: Uh, I will give it a thirteen percent chance.
1: Can I ask why the number thirteen? I don't want to go fifty. No, just like thirteen, why not fifteen or ten the Oh, just to mix stuff. Alright then. Um I say it's a twenty percent chance. I really think I there's always a chance they'll just throw a boatload of money towards them because their owner um, he's up there. He's in his 90s. He wants to win now. Yeah. When you get <laughs> that old, you don't know if you're going to make it to the next day. So right. That's why he's spending all this money on guys like Martinez and Soria. And they have won the highest payrolls in the league. Um, some more subtractions. Torrey Hunter signed that deal with Minnesota, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. Rick Porcello to Boston in that uh, suspended deal. Talked about Robbie Ray, Max Scherzer. Phil Koch signed with the Chicago Cubs and pitcher Don Kelly signed with Miami. Is that Don or Dan? I can't even read my own hand right oh,
0: now. Well, I think the Porcello loss, um, probably, I think that's the biggest loss because it's a guy you had under control. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a guy who... Even if you lost Scherzer, could still solidify the rest of the rotation, the, the, the middle to back end of the rotation,
1: and was getting better, right, year by
0: year. I mean, Scherzer was just kind of a foregone conclusion. He was just he was going to test the market and sign somewhere else. Um, so it's not a total surprise that they lost him. But I think it's more, it's going to hurt a little more losing sell at this time. Okay.
1: That pitching staff, I mean, it is now Price, Verlander, and then throws Simon. <laughs> Sanchez, Simon, and Green. So after Verlander, it's like, throw something in the wall and see what sticks. Right.
0: And, and Sanchez is getting old, mm-hmm. is old, um, typically gets hurt.
1: And, and when we talked not. about this with Simon. He was ineffective the second half of last year, yep. and now he's moving to the American League. Oh, yeah. And... Um, not too happy about that one. Um, burning questions. Um, good to see that um, Jose Iglesias is back. Yeah, he's back over his uh, what was the shin splits and mm-hmm. both legs <laughs> last year. That was tough. That was, that was just strange. I don't think I don't think I've. It's rare to get in, in one leg, let alone two. <laughs> um, he's probably the second. Best defensive shortstop, right behind Simmons in Atlanta.
0: Okay, well, I didn't realize that. that was oh, I impressive. was
1: looking for an agreement. I'm, I'm blowing your mind with these facts. Yeah, dropping some knowledge on you today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what else? Can we talk about the JD Martinez thing? The entire year of last year, I'm just sick of people on social media ripping the Astros for letting JD Martinez go. He showed no signs Nothing. of his. In, the, what was it, three, four years mm-hmm. that he's with the Astros? And people go online and act like the Astros are least, you know, the second coming of Babe Ruth. <laughs> I mean, they had no idea that he was going to put together the season that he had last year. Let's see. He had a good year in 2011, and then 12 and 13 with the Astros just fell apart. Couldn't even hit over 250.
0: Yeah. uh, I'm glad he finally broke out but uh, never
1: really saw it coming no one did even the people in the Detroit organization never saw this coming he was just basically up for a stint while when their outfit was out I think it was uh, last year Torrey Hunter I think was hurt Mm -hmm. and they just brought him up up out of Triple H Triple H Triple A and just Kept smashing the ball and they couldn't sit him down.
0: It doesn't hurt to be in a, you know you a lineup last year that you know featured Cabrera and Martinez and, and Torrey Murray. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll just get it out of the way right now. He's my my regression candidate. Strong,
1: yeah, strong choice. I think he's the he's the guy that has the blurring regression lights on it right now. Uh, let's go to. We're a bounce back player.
0: Bounce back player. Ooh, that's a tough
1: one. I'm jumping all aboard the Justin Verlander train. One, chew, one last hurrah. Two. One last hurrah. And oh. let's be honest, he's dating uh, Kate Upton. <laughs> so even when he loses, he wins. Oh, yeah.
0: Um... Uh, I guess I'll go. You know, I'll go. Cespedes. Uh, it is How did you do last year? How you
1: were? He got like, like passed around the league like a, a bomb. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> last because he was in Oakland, then Boston, then Detroit. Last year, two hundred and sixty batting average, twenty-two home runs, and one hundred RBIs. I feel like. His name is bigger than his play mm-hmm. on the field, especially defensively. He gets his rep as having one the a cannon arm, which he does, but that doesn't make him a great fielder. Right. So, you got him as a regression candidate?
0: No, no, bounce. Uh, back. bounce no, back. Not a, you know what? No, he's not a bounce back. I guess, um, I guess Alfredo Simon, just because he he started out hot and then just man was completely washed out at man. the end of last season. And, like we said,
1: going to the American League will not help him in any categories. Uh, Regression candidate. J.D. Martinez. Yeah, okay. J.D. Martinez. Mm. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Miguel Cabrera. It's that time, huh? Um, He's 31. He'll be 32 going into April. And... I'm not saying he's going to be a terrible player like boot him out of the league, but he's not chasing any more triple crowns. Okay. That's um, let's go to breakout candidate, Nick Castellanos. Third
0: baseman. Yeah. Um, Why so? Showed a lot of power potential in the minors. Had a pretty good first year, you know, full-time in the majors. I think it's time. He's... he's Still, like in his mid twenties, or like he's like twenty four, something like twenty five. This is as good a year as ever to break out. He is twenty three. Oh wow! Just turned twenty three. In fact, still this is a good year as any because, then, especially if, if Cabrera is going to start regressing, you know Somebody has to pick up his pace. Somebody has to pick up the pace, and somebody has to take advantage of you know still the good pitches that'll still come his way. As long as Cabrera is still in the front.
1: Yeah. Having Cabrera and Victor Martinez behind you. <laughs> and that's why I'm picking my guy, Anthony Ghost. Okay. Um, He was a second-round pick, highly talented prospect with the Toronto Blue Jays, mm-hmm. and just never got it going all the way. And I feel – I think that – um, you know, you talk about it from – Miguel Cabrera and J.D. Martinez and Victor Martinez. I can see uh, 270 bad average with like 30 steals. Like he can finally harness his potential and be one of the better outfitters in, yeah. in the game right now. Yeah. Tower toss. Cabrera. Biggie. yeah, yeah. Easy as, that. <laughs> Easy as that. I'm not spending more time on that one. The over-under for over-under. Almost got the wrong number for the Detroit Tigers. 85 and a half wins.
0: Um... Man, I guess I'm going to go over. hmm They're still good enough to win the division. They're still good enough to compete for the division title. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The offense is still pretty good. Yeah. And the rest of the division didn't get that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I I agree. I'm going over.
1: I think their offense can carry their pitching on most nights. Yeah. Especially that three, four, five spot, and don't be surprised they go out there and make a trade for oh, a pitcher. You know, using losing what little prospects they have left. Mm-hmm. Um, I say over, but I still don't think they're going to win as many games they won last year. So I would say somewhere between 85 and 90 wins, maybe 87. Okay. Bold prediction for this team. Bold prediction.
0: Um, Actually, I say I don't know. Maybe David Price gets traded the All-Star break. that would be bold.
1: Bold prediction with this team. See, he's saying Justin Verlander will lead him in wins. Isn't that bold? Since he's done that, you know, five, six years running. Right. So you think Dave Price gets traded?
0: Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I, don't know they're, I don't think they're going to be willing to go through what they did with Schrozer last year. Hmm. And not get something something in return for him. Uh,
1: My bold prediction is J.D. Martinez... Um, out of the three starting outfielders, he will be have the lowest w- uh, WAR. I believe Ghost and Suspectus will be better than him offensively next year. Moving on to the Kansas City Royals, won the wild card at eighty-nine and seventy-three, made it all the way to the World Series, lost to the Giants in seven, right? Good series good, yeah. That was one of the more entertaining series of your last year. Okay, go with their edition. Find something you want to talk about. Wade Davis, uh, his seven million dollar option was exercised for 2015. Signed, re-signed Luke Hoshaver, two years, ten million dollars. Kendrick Morales, signed two years, seventeen million. Alex Rios, one year, eleven million. Signed Edison Volquez two years, twenty million. Chris Medlin, two years, $8.5 million. Um, Eric Hosmer got a two-year, $13.9 million deal. And let's go through some arbitration cases for one-year deals for Ryan Madsen, Derek Dyson, Lorenzo Cain, Mike Moustakis, Danny Duffy, uh, Kelvin Herrera, Greg Holland, Giordano Ventura, and Brandon Finnegan.
0: I I think you should talk about the losses, and that'll help me kind of go into you want to start with the, you want to losses? Yeah. All right. So I'll be able to tie everything in.
1: All right. They lost Billy Butler to Oakland. Justin Maxwell. Oh, that's Astro great. Signed with San Francisco. Uh, we talked about uh, Nor Norichika Aroki. signed with San Francisco as well. Lost James Shield to San Diego. Their big loss, and Bruce Chen to Cleveland.
0: Yeah. So they lose out on Shields, who you know would have been their number one starter. I get it. You know, he is older. He's logged a lot of innings in his career, um, but still could have been a you know a number one guy for a while, and could have held that spot until someone maybe Ventura or someone else you know down the line was ready to. You know, Kyle Zimmer is a guy in their in their farm system is top prospect for them um, until one of those guys was ready to assume that role. Uh, but instead, they passed on Shields and they spent a lot of money on. Guys like Kendrys Morales, Alex Rios, guys that just
1: that are way past their prime. I don't understand this. They went to the World Series last year on two things: pitching and defense. And then you bring in pitching, defense. And timely hitting. <laughs> okay, three things. Timely hitting. You know, guys who can slap the ball. Not big power here. You want to use speed. Where does Kendrick around this coming in when you're talking about speed? I Where's Mr. Every Other Year? Where does he come
0: in with speed? Yeah. Or defense? It's pretty bad. I don't think they got any better. I don't think they got any better. No. Any I, not only
1: did they not get better, they got worse.
0: Yeah, no, I... Well... I mean, that that bullpen seems like it's going to be pretty good for a couple of years. Uh, But, you know, offensively, they lost out on Billy Butler, who who's been inconsistent the past couple of years.
1: So your idea to replace an inconsistent Billy Butler is to bring in Kendrys Morales. (laughs) That's not my idea. I'm just 30, he's thirty-one and he hasn't had a good year since he broke his foot in
0: two
1: thousand nine. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was twenty ten. And he's kind of a play shot slum. fire from Anthony Garcia. I just don't understand that. I mean, does he have a a little pop? yet? Yeah. I mean he hit tw- twenty-three home runs back in twenty thirteen. Guess how many home runs he hit last year? Eight. You got it. Wow. Nice work. You didn't cheat. Yeah. Yes. I think eight home runs with a two seventy seven batting average. Oh, That's fine. That's decent. But I don't understand this signing at all. No, not at all. We talked about in the offseason, I'm not a fan of Kendrick Morales because it seems like everything's his bat speed. um, his plate recognition, everything is regressed. The only yeah. thing that's, that um, he's expanded is his waist. I'm a not a fan of Morales,
0: Rios, or their signings,
1: pretty much. so uh, Chris Medlin or S- Volquez, do you like either one of those?
0: I like Medlin. I mean, he's still young. He's coming off of an injury. Tommy John, no less. We must find this after the Tommy John. Yeah. Uh, stop him from wrecking waving it. plaguing everybody. everybody. Nobody's... nobody's uh, no one's safe in his clutches. He's, he's rivaling Father Todd uh, with uh, with rec, with his record. I um, like Medlin. He's still got potential. Mm-hmm. Still young enough.
1: Um, so can I get you rotation right now? It's, uh Rodano, Ventura, mm-hmm. Jeremy Guthrie, Jason Vargas, Edison Volquez, Danny Duffy. Last year, one through five. It's good enough to contend for a wild card spot again. You thought not so. Not good enough to win that division. Oh, I have no faith in Jason
0: Vargas or Anson Volquez. Vargas well, and Duffy were in the rotation last year, They they were able to make it to the playoffs and to the World Series. So, uh, I think they're and Guthrie. You know, I think those are those are veteran guys who um, who can be anchors for that team. But I don't see them going any farther I don't see them going anywhere near the World Series next year
1: I don't even see them getting towards the playoffs next year Sorry, Matt yeah um moving on bounce back candidate
0: um, Mike Moustakis I guess there's a lot of candidates it's surprising how they were able to make it with guys who pretty much had down years again Moustakis Hosmer Escobar because he's Escobar yeah um
1: Bounced by Canada, let me go back to what happened last year with the Kansas City Royals, because I'll be honest, did not pay attention to them until they started their magical <laughs> yeah. run towards the World Series. But then I feel like I, like America did not pay attention until they got there. Um, who'd you say? I'm sorry. Mustakis. Mustakis, two twelve 12 bad average. Yeah. Wow. He got sent down, didn't he?
0: The year before. And no, actually, I think both years, yeah. I swear he went down to Triple A last year. Yeah. Um. And he's, he's young enough to, enough to still bounce back.
1: If I look for an older guy to bounce back, this is a, a young team for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm going to agree with you. He's most likely to be the bounce back handed Yeah. Uh,
0: regression. Oh boy, that's a tough one. Um, Salvador Perez, he's their best hitter right now, and he's a catcher, and he's another year older. Um, that's because they don't really have any outstanding hitters other than him. So um, he's still probably their only All Star candidate.
1: Um, one of them. I'm going with the guy that, this hurts me because he's on his fantasy team, but Greg Holland. Closer. Yeah. Last year sure at ERA at 1.44. I don't think that's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, there were reports in spring training that um, he was only hitting like 92 miles an hour. This is a guy who normally gets up to 97, wow. 98. So he might be a little, still a little fatigued from the World Series run last mm-hmm. year. And if that's true, then that's, that's not good. Yeah, <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't good.
0: Uh, breakout. Fiona Ventura. He's just by default their, their number one starter. Uh, young, electric fastball. If he can get it under control, he's got the stuff to be a um, legitimate number one or number two. Hmm. Plus, he's on my fantasy team, so I, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping he is the breakout player for that team. All right. go My breakout candidate,
1: candidate is a guy that we've all had on our fantasy team, that we've all wanted to break out, that we've all been sitting, wishing, hoping, Eric Hosmer. Come on. It's got to <laughs> happen this year. I, I want him to hit 280 with, like, 30 home runs and 100 RBIs. I want him to take that next step. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe – he can be the Freddie Freeman of the American League. That's a good comparison for sure. And it seems like every time he gets he gets close, he takes two steps back. He, uh, I think he has the potential to be one of the best first baseman in the league with his bat, and it's just not there yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost so close. Toss player.
0: Oh, Salvador Perez. Just because he's their best hitter right now. And he's a catcher who can handle these young pitchers. He's good enough to handle them.
1: Um, talk about Perez. I'm going to go with Alex Gordon. Uh, okay. Um, one of their better bats and by far their best defensive player on left field. Um, he goes out and they have to start playing. Alex, oh, Alex Rios is playing in right field. Holy crap. Alex Rigo was supposed to be playing over the red Kane. Oh lord. That's all I got to say about this team. Um Over under is 80 and a half wins. How are you going? 80 and a half? Over, but just barely. I'm going under. Of um, course, I just they had their miracle run and I think Congratulations, you've made it to the World Series after 29 years. Um, I just think they're going to take a step back this year.
0: My bold prediction, mm-hmm. uh, just because they lost out on Shields and made some questionable signs, my bold prediction is they still contend for that last wild card spot. Hmm. <sighs>
1: My bold prediction, because I'm negative on this team, is they will struggle to win 70 games. Ooh, wow.
0: Okay. Very
1: bold. Speaking of a team that won 70 games, let's go to our last team in the division, the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. won 70 games, won 70 and 92 last year. Um, we're going to... We're going to run through this in, like, five minutes. Addition, Torrey Hunter, one-year, $10.5 million deal. Urban Santana, four-years, $45 million deal. Phil Hughes, three-years, forty two million million extension. Brian Dozer just got this uh, extension last week, four-years, $20 million. Addition. Mm-hmm. Substitutions, I just wrote
0: down nope because there was no way there worth talking about Pretty it. much. Um, look, Phil Hughes is their best pitcher still right yeah. now. Um and they're just waiting for their their top prospects to come up. And Miguel Sano
1: Sen- and, um, and
0: That's game. all you can hope for right no. now. And they've got young pitchers in Alex May and Trevor May, Trevor May, and Alex, Alex Meyer. May, yeah. Uh, so until those got until those four guys come up and produce regularly, this is just a lost cause. Still, you just fill in the gaps with old guys, essentially.
1: Yeah, nine to his team. two sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think the the Torrey Hunter signing was the amount of money was is stupid. I understand giving a guy a homecoming but paying him ten and a half million dollars is an overpay for an aging guy who really shouldn't be playing the outfield anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, let's keep going. Bounce back player. Bounce back? Uh. I'm not even on the screen for the Twins. That's how little I care about them. Yeah, I don't Twins. I couldn't tell you it really. <laughs> is it Joe Mauer? Is that who you're going with? Sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you don't even know when he hit last year. You're yeah. like, ah, he'll bounce back to something. Yeah. Joe Mauer can't go wrong with that. Last year, he played 120 games, 277 batting average with four home runs. Remember that crazy year he had? I think it was the first year of the, was it Target Field? He hit like 23 home runs. Monster year. Yeah, that was it. That power came and it went. That and the concussion. (coughs) That definitely derailed his his rise. Apparently, I'm allergic to Twin Talk. Um, My bounce back candidate will be. Oh man, I do not care. Uh, Ricky Norlasco.
0: Okay. Uh, What other candidates we've got? We've got Regression. Phil Hughes. Yeah, he really broke
1: out after being, you know, stuck in Yankee purgatory for the last couple of years. Pretty much. Uh, refresh for me, I'm taking Brian Dozer. I know they just paid him all the big money. He was a 2020 guy last year, but uh, he only hit 242. Ooh. Uh, man, he walked a lot. Uh, 12% walk rate, which is amazing. For a guy you, should, you really shouldn't be scared of, he only hit two forty-two. <laughs> he's going to hit into outs, apparently.
0: Uh, that's what I'm going with. Zoom through breakout. So no. Yes, because he's he's in the he's in AAA. He's closest to the majors. close he's closer to the majors in Buxton, mm-hmm. um, and he's their only hope right now until Buxton. I think he'll be yeah. up in two months. Yeah,
1: just getting his timing down because he was a hitter that had Tommy John surgery, which is
0: like a really rare thing. My whole um, prediction is that he is a top five finisher rookie of the year. Hmm. I thought you were gonna to say top five for home run.
1: Now that would have been a bold <laughs> Yeah. Game. That would have been bold. Uh towel toss player. Fire Bucks Phil Hughes, I guess. Uh yeah, I agree. Over or under for his team is seventy two and a half wins. Under. Yeah, under. They really didn't get any better, and you could you could say the Tigers are still the Tigers, the Worlds are still better than them, and Chicago got much better, so they'll beat up on the twins. The same thing with the Indians. So yeah, 72 and a half, I would go under. Bold prediction. So now is a
0: top five rookie.
1: Is Rookie in, in Alaska, even on his team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I'm making sure because I was like, oh, I'll, talk. I'll do it in Alaska. I'm not even sure he's still on the Twins. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Uh, bowl prediction. Trevor May is the best rookie pitcher in the national, in either the National or American League. Okay. Um, nice. Oh, woo! So we ran through. AL Central got yep. quick at the end, but I don't <laughs> think we have any
0: Twins fans that will get upset about that. I'm not sweating it. Um, <sighs> yeah. Thanks again, as always, for tuning in. See. Uh, follow us on Twitter at ant underscore narcia288. One
1: of the more difficult Twitter handles of all time on. <laughs> you can work on it until, like, football is already aren't you. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, follow me at DQ327, and like always, follow the main site at 288 underscore... Any more else we got to say? See you next time. All right, for Anthony, I'm DeConcy. Later, babies.